We are joined by State Representative Dan Calkins. And uh, Dan, good morning to you. And first of all, I don't know how this is going to work uh, with this hanging over Mike Madigan's head as Speaker of the House. Uh, is is this going to have a major effect on the veto session if, if uh, Madigan does not step down? Oh, I think absolutely. It'll be chaos. Um, I can't imagine, um, you know, uh, sitting in, in in the House chambers, uh, you know, with this hanging over uh, the Speaker's head, uh, uh, you know, the Democrats will have to make some kind of a move. Um, I'm sure uh, even, even if they can't uh, prosecute him, uh, the process will still be ongoing, I'm sure, for many, many months. Representative, this is the latest in a series of, um, you know, the cloud of corruption under the State House Dome. Uh, last year, you had uh, State Senator uh, Tom Cullerton charged uh, in a scheme that apparently uh, had money coming from a labor union as like ghost payroll or something. Uh, he denies those allegations. You had uh, former State Senator Martin Sandoval uh, resign later, I believe, pleaded guilty uh, to uh, mm-hmm. helping fix for uh, red light camera industry. Uh, you've got others who, you know, an unnamed state senator who took a bribe from Louis Arroyo, who stepped down from the state house seat, uh, and these are just a few uh, Democrats who've been involved in these things. Now you've got um, uh, the House Speaker, and even uh, a story out of the Chicago Sun Times about uh, Governor J.B. Pritzker and that property tax issue where toilets were taken out. Um, well, how do we address than- all of these various things? They're not necessarily all connected. You know, you've got lobbying issues, you've got uh, insider deal issues and quid pro quo allegations. How do we go about addressing this so that uh, everything's above board and uh, taxpayers aren't um, abused by uh, corrupt behavior? Well, th- we we offered uh, ethics reforms, um, you know, last year. Uh, again, uh, this spring, and uh, now we know why the Democrats, uh, particularly Mr. Madigan, didn't want to have anything to do. They're, they obviously know that they have problems. They they know what they're doing. I don't think it's it's it's. Um, I, and you know, and, and I talked to a friend yesterday. If you spent one day one day in Springfield uh, as an elected official. I don't care if it's your city, county, or state government. You know that nothing, nothing happens in Springfield without the speaker's blessing. And when a person has that kind of power uh, over the affairs of, of our state, um, those around him, uh, you know, are, are going to be, um, you know, I, I don't know, favored so to speak, uh, you know, he may not personally uh, tell someone that they have to donate to a particular candidate or cause, but everyone knows what, you know, what the, what, what Speaker Madigan likes, what he wants. Uh, I, I kind of compared it to Al Capone. Al Capone never told anybody to go rob or murder or, or, or beat up another person. But he sure let it be known who he didn't like or what was going on that was a displeasure, and things happened. And I think that's exactly the problem we have uh, with Speaker Madigan. We saw a similar. Well, we, we we saw a similar um, kind of accusation leveled um, uh, months ago. I think more than a year ago. Democratic State Representative Kelly Cassidy 
said that she was bullied by Madigan allies. And when we asked this Democrat state representative, um, you know, uh, do you think that the speaker told these other legislators to put pressure on you? She said he doesn't have to. They just know. And that's coming from, you know, a, a Chicago Democrat. What what right. do you think is the most pertinent ethics reform that needs to be implemented as soon as possible? And should there be a special session called by the governor well, to address ethics reforms? Yes. I, well, I think <laughs> hopefully there's a, a need for a special session to elect a new speaker. Um, but, yes, ethics reforms need to be done. One of the things that I believe uh, would be very helpful would be term limits on leadership. I don't think anyone should serve 38 years as a Speaker of the House. Uh, 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 I think that we ought to have uh, common sense uh, leadership terms. It's going to be six, eight years, perhaps. Well, in um, the, the state Senate has that. I believe both parties, the Republicans and the Democrats, have implemented that in their rules. And I believe the mm-hmm. House GOP has also implemented that in their rules. But the House yeah. Democrats have not put that term limit on leadership positions. Why is that? Well, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't answer questions. I ask them. But listen, well, listen, Representative Calkins, you know, ask, asking about that, though, you're getting into that specifics, though, too. Does the Speaker of the Illinois House, just as the rules stand as it is, you know, just, just taking Madigan out of the equation, the job of Speaker of the House, does it carry way too much power? I mean, we saw we saw basically yes. a four-year uh, governorship of Bruce Rauner just dead end after dead end. And, and Jim Edgar came out after this story break on broke on Friday and talked about how tough it was to get around Speaker Madigan at the time. But, you know, just it's just just the basic rules. Do they need to be changed? We proposed the I've only been in in the House one term, but I, I remember quite vividly uh, when we were electing the speaker and then uh, voting on the rules, we proposed a very common sense simple changes to the rules that protected the rights of the minority. And that's what we don't have. You know, we do not uh, in the House of Representatives have any rights as a minority. And that has led to this ultimate power, the, you know, the corruption. Uh, you know, people, and people, uh, you know, businesses know. I don't care if, if you know, what your, what your business is in Illinois. They know. Nothing gets done. Nothing gets done unless you curry favor with the speaker. And and that is uh, look at the campaign donations. Look at look at what's gone on. Uh, I, I saw a little um, uh, ask me uh, diagram about the amount of money that's, uh, you know, donated uh, to the Democrats, to the to, you know, to Speaker Madigan and the PACs that he he uh, controls versus what's given to the Republicans. And it was, and one of the conclusions from this, this study is that about 40% of me voters are Republican. And yet like 2% of their campaign donations go to Republicans. And, and there's a reason for that. And that's because the speaker controls all of the legislation and the, there is no right of the minority to, to, to get a bill even heard. 
you can't get a bill out of the executive committee without Mr. Madigan's approval. I don't care how good it is. And then if to talk to Jeannie Ives, <laughs> you know, you have a great bill, you have a great idea, and it doesn't go anywhere. And the next thing you know, a member, a Democratic member of the House has the same bill, and it gets whisked right through. Yeah, I've, seen, uh, I've, know, seen, I've is, seen that on uh, several locations <laughs> covering yeah, the state house for well, years now. Um, Representative right. Dan Calkins joins us from the Decatur area, uh, state house Republican, responding to some of the uh, uh, cloud uh, around Speaker Madigan and these allegations that uh, came out of a uh, filing from the federal government and the Department of Justice against Commonwealth Edison. I believe they settled um, some allegations that uh, there was some uh, improper quid pro quo going on. Um it, you're highlighting the donations that go to Democrats and the power of the speaker. Um, the speaker, from my understanding, is, you know, the only person, uh, at least that I've been made aware, uh, that has the role of speaker and also the role of chairperson of the Democratic Party of Illinois. Is that a problem? And how can how can we curb that type of, uh, I guess, um, uh, you know, the, the strange uh, collection of, uh, of of hats that uh, Michael Madigan wears. Representative, representative, if you could start over your phone. I don't know if it dropped out or if your thumb was over the microphone, but uh, we couldn't hear anything there. I, you know, I don't think, uh, presume that the Democrats are going to take advice from a Republican. I think the answer goes back to what we talked about, and that's term limits on leadership. Uh, one person has accumulated so much power in this state that, uh, you know, that, that there is no no one challenges. Him. And and the, and the problem, the, the real problem for the taxpayers is that the, that the speaker has used his position um, to, to uh, essentially dole out favors. Uh, at the taxpayer expense. I mean, you look at uh, the uh, Illinois Arts Council. Uh, his wife is the chairman of the Illinois Arts Council. And, you know, last year we put $50 million into the Illinois Arts Council that she doles out. Um, and, and everybody knows where that money comes from. You look at, uh, you know, the the budget from two years ago where all of a sudden there's a school in his house district that gets funded uh, in a separate line item, and and all of the rest of the school districts in Illinois, you know, are begging uh, for their fair share. Uh, you know, it it is it is an, a position that uh, can be used for personal gain. Um, you, you mentioned Commonwealth Edison. We've also seen over the weekend reports that there are other corporations, uh, you know, that. Are, are going to be looked at as well. And uh, I, 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 you know, there isn't a corporation in, in Illinois that, that has legislative agenda that hasn't been subject to, and I don't know that's necessarily a shakedown, but, but they've felt the pressure to uh, do the bidding of the speaker. Representative Calkins, thank you so much. We really appreciate your time. Well, it's my pleasure, and and I hope that the you know that we get that the Democrats do the right thing. Um, you know, I think the Speaker Madigan needs to step aside from his leadership position while this is going on. Um, he's certainly free to remain a member of the House. Uh, he's not been convicted of anything, 
But I think the distraction, I think the, the appearance of improprieties uh, demand that we we have a change of leadership in the House.